friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I've been thinking about how sometimes the holidays can make us feel a little lonely um, and a little bit like outsiders, and sometimes we find ourselves in social situations where we're kind of caught off guard and we feel uncomfortable and we don't know what to say. Uh, sometimes, you know, I think we feel the sensitive side that God has put inside us is actually a burden to others. And I wanted to read you um, a devotional I wrote, and it's special to me because I know that I personally have felt like this many times. And I often wonder, you know, like, why did God make me like this? Why am I different? Why do things trigger me or make me feel hurt and wounded when others seem to be able to brush it off and others are more tough than me and, you know, why can I be so sensitive? I tend to feel things really deeply and I'm oftentimes the overthinker in the room. <laughs> um, I'm just guessing that some of you out there have felt this way. You've felt different. You've felt like, you know, why don't I fit in? Why don't I feel like everybody else in the room? And I wanted to read to you this devotional I wrote for December 21st in Invited to Rest. And it says, do you ever feel like you just don't fit in? Maybe you're at a get-together or some neighborhood party or a Christmas event, and you look around and realize, I'm just not really like everybody else here. You can't seem to go along with their jokes, your heart is sensitive, and you wonder what everyone is even laughing about anyway. You might retreat to being a wallflower and slink into the shadows while the more dominant personalities tend to shine. More than once you've asked yourself, why am I so different? Dear friend, I'm here to tell you that different is a beautiful thing in the sight of God. If you can't seem to blend in with the parties, if you don't feel the same rush of excitement with the gossip and the drinking, the material wealth, and the stories that seem to make fun of the things that you hold dear, it's okay. Your gentleness is precious in the sight of God. In our tenderness, in our gentleness, we are actually very special to the one who made us. He treasures a quiet heart. He isn't afraid of different. In fact, he adores you simply the way you are. You see, from God's perspective, everything is very upside down. Remember the familiar verse, the last shall be first and the first shall be last? It means that the things we hold up high in this world are held very low in heaven. The possessions, the arrogance, the pride, the dominance, they all pass away in the next life. Heaven is a stage for the humble. It is a beautiful place where all the people who served, who bent low to help another, who gave of themselves over and over again will be honored. The things that you hold so close and the places in your heart that don't seem to fit in, those things are celebrated in the life to come. So keep being you, keep holding fast to the quiet, gentle spirit inside. Remember that you are precious to God. Give him all of you and he will give you heaven in return. So the verse that I included for that devotional was Philippians 4 or 5, which says, Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. We live in this world where, you know, big personalities tend to shine. 
the ones who are loud and out there and who have a lot to say tend to be the ones in the spotlight. But I want to remind you that even if you are not like that, even if you are a little different and maybe a little quiet and reserved, God truly, truly loves those qualities about you. And it's all over his word. We can see it all throughout scripture. One place in particular that really hit me this week was the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, 1 through 12. It says, now when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside. This is the Sermon of the Mount. And he sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You know, I look at this whole passage and I think, you know, things like poor in spirit and meek and merciful, pure in heart, I mean, peacemakers, these kinds of people in our current society would look very weak. I mean, people would not hold these these kind of people up. They would not be held high as world changers or people on a stage. These are ordinary people who have chosen to live a quiet and humble life in front of their Lord, in front of their maker. Ones that go completely unnoticed in a crowd. And this made me think about, um, you know, Mary and Joseph and the Christmas message and how beautiful it is that God chose two very ordinary people to become the parents of Jesus. He literally could have chosen anyone, anyone with wealth, with prominence, with a bold, strong personality, with clout in the Jewish circles, but he chose two very simple, ordinary people to carry out this incredible plan of God to redeem humanity. And this makes me think about you and how maybe sometimes you feel like your personality or who you are is too meek or too insignificant to be used by God. But there is nothing further from the truth. In fact, God loves to use people who are outcasts of society and the lowly to accomplish his great will. I mean, just think about how it must have felt for Mary to be pregnant and just ashamed before all of her friends and family, did she, you know, tell each and every one of them about the visit from the angel? Did all of them believe her? I'm guessing not, you know? Just think about how hard it would have been for her to even attend a friend's baby shower or really any event, any public event where she felt all the eyes of the room on her, like this is the girl who got pregnant before marriage. Someone who had... She had, going into this, really a spotless reputation. And now she was carrying, very publicly carrying, the Son of God. So 
I want you to just reflect on this. And I have a few questions for you to just ponder and think about this Christmas as you have some time, some downtime. Um, as you look at that nativity scene with Mary and Joseph and you read about it with your family, I want you to think about how God used these two very ordinary people in such an extraordinary way and how he might be calling you to do the same. So first of all, I want you to ask, in what situations do you feel less than or left out? Are there specific things and places and people that make you feel left out? Or question, have you ever questioned the personality that God gave you? Have you questioned the way he made you? And to start turning it around and start thinking, what part of you do you think God put in you on purpose to be used for his glory? You know, I used to think that my sensitivity to things, you know, people would always say things to me like, you're just too sensitive, you're way too sensitive, or come on, lighten up, or things like that. But now I look at it as my sensitivity has allowed me to speak to people that are also sensitive. So I'm starting now to see it as a gift, you know, as something that God put in me so that I can reach other people who feel sensitive about things. Um, and so start thinking this Christmas, what is one way I can step forward and start using my gift to reach others? What, what do you think God would want to use this part of you for? Because, you know, nothing is wasted with the Lord. He has a reason for putting those things inside you and for making you the way you are. So think about how can I use these gifts and use these special things that maybe people have commented and on and made me feel bad about in the past, but how can I use it for his glory? Friend, I think it's important to remember that who God made you to be and the unique parts of you are not a mistake. God created you for this way for a reason. And anytime you think to yourself, well, I'm not like so-and-so, or I can't be this person, I can't be extroverted, I can't be fun, um, take a moment to pause and reflect and think about these verses I gave you. God is literally telling you that your gentleness is a precious gift to him, and he loves that part of you. Ask him to show you how to use that gift for others. Let me pray for us, friend. Heavenly Father, oh, I'm just grateful that you've kind of allowed me to come to a place where I accept that I'm a sensitive person and that you actually want to use that part of me. And I pray for this sweet friend who is on the other side of this, listening to this right now. Please touch their heart and show them a part of them that they have maybe felt like is wrong all their lives and they want to change it but I pray that they would think about it differently and not want to change themselves and decide that they're going to use that part of them for your glory and that you can redeem every single part of us um, for something good. And that's what you do. That's what you're good at. Um, and so we praise you, Jesus, for this Christmas season. We thank you that you chose two ordinary people like Mary and Joseph because it gives us courage to be used by you. And we are so ordinary, but we know that you use us and we know that because you've used ordinary people in the past, you can do it again and that you have good and beautiful plans for our lives. So we pray that that would be a reflection we have this Christmas. We thank you that you came down to earth as a baby to come and take on all the sins of the world and to die for us on the cross. We praise you for that. In your name, amen. 
All right, my friends, that is it. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. Um, I'm so thankful to have spent all this time with you this year and for your listening to this podcast. I'm grateful for all of you. If you could take a moment to rate and review the podcast, that would just be like the perfect Christmas gift for me. (laughs) So um, if you have time, just write a tiny review and rate it. That would mean so much. Um, I'm grateful for you all and I will see you next week.